This is your Yahoo Finance Market Watch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. News. This is Yahoo Finance Daily, a daily update on the top business, finance, and stock market news from around the world. Let's jump into today's stories. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from TD Ameritrade. Everything's customizable these days. Your trading platform can be too. With Think or Swim, you can customize screeners, charting, and stock forecasts so the market is always tailored to you. You can get started at tdameritrade.com slash thinkorswim. Stocks jump advancing for the first time in three sessions. Stocks rose for the first time in three days on Thursday, with the three major indexes shaking off earlier declines to push into positive territory. The Dow gained nearly 200 points, or 0.6%, after dropping by as many as 350 points earlier in the session. The Nasdaq higher after shedding 2% on Wednesday amid another day of selling for technology shares. U.S. crude oil prices gave back some gains after spiking 5% on Wednesday, though a massive container blocking passage in the Suez Canal continued to plug the significant trade artery for another day, weighing on oil supplies. Traders digested additional remarks from Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell, who spoke on NPR's Morning Edition Thursday morning. Powell doubled down in his assertion that the Fed remained strongly committed to targeting 2% average inflation over time and said that any eventual pullback in Fed support would be done gradually over time and with great transparency. However, some investors have been skeptical that the Fed will resist adjusting its monetary policy positioning in the face of higher inflation this year. Though Powell and other Federal Open Market Committee members have advocated a patient stance that favors leaving accommodative policies in place during the recovery, the specter of much greater-than-expected inflation this year remains on the table. This will be the first time that every country in the world is emerging from recession simultaneously, and the Fed and other policymakers are banking on this idea that it'll be a relatively short strain on supply chains, but eventually, things get up and running again and you can get the input components to where they're most needed. Tim Quinlan, Wells Fargo senior economist, told Yahoo Finance. But I think one of the underappreciated risks is the scope for this to create more of an inflation shock in the short run than they're banking on right now. The benchmark 10-year yield briefly fell back below 1.6%, bringing it more than 15 basis points lower from last week's high. Still, yields remain sharply higher for the year to date as concerns over rising inflation linger for many investors. We think long-term bond yields are just in a pit-stop year in what's going to be a multi-year move higher, J.P. Morgan global market strategist Gabriela Santos told Yahoo Finance. 
Ultimately, we do continue to think that it will harm the more speculative or expensive parts of the market like tech and really benefit the more cyclical sectors, and especially the parts of the market that can benefit from a steepening yield curve, she added. With just a week left of the first quarter of 2021, the stocks that had been the most badly beaten down last year have so far largely outperformed. Cyclical sectors like financials, industrials, and energy gained as prospects of rising interest rates, increased spending on infrastructure, and demand for travel picked up. However, the past week's choppiness in equity market trading, as well as lingering virus-related headline risks to cyclical stocks like cruise lines, has underscored the non-linear nature of the recovery for both the economy and for last year's laggards. It's not just as easy as flipping the calendar to 2021, Brian Belsky, BMO Capital Markets Chief Investment Strategist, told Yahoo Finance. We think this is going to be well into 2022 before we're in elevators again, or getting on an airplane period more regularly. And that's why you need exposure to the stay-at-home stocks, to the tech stocks. You have to be diversified, you have to be an active stock picker, and you have to be fundamental, much more fundamental, less macro. For more live coverage of business, finance, and stock market news, please visit yahoofinance.com. We'll be back tomorrow morning with your daily update. So until then, thanks for listening. Spoken Layer. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.